Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is a bonus episode on the series of healing to own your story. And the reason is, is because as I started to break down and map this out, which is why I strongly encourage you in business, do not build the entire program first before you have created proof of concept. Like really listen for feedback and hear what people are saying. And as I started to talk about like the process of learning how to own your past and own your emotions and own your choices, what the one main message that kept coming up was forgiveness. How do you do that? How do you move past the forgiveness piece? And the more I started to write it out and look at it, it's like, well, there's got to be an episode on forgiveness because it is absolutely a must when you're going through this process. So this could be a really long episode. I'm trying not to, I want to keep it as concise as possible for you, but I can say that learning the path and choosing forgiveness was a massive change in my own life, a a massive change in my own life. As I was in a vicious cycle years ago, dealing with my kids and I just found myself in such a space of so much anger and resentment and frustration and comparison, all the low, low, low vibe emotions. And to be truth, truthfully, I was actually quite angry with my own kids, to be honest, because I thought like, I did not choose this. I did not want this for my life. We were dealing with substance abuse at a level that was just, it was horrible. And I was so angry at them until I really started to understand forgiveness and recognize that all I was doing was hurting myself. And truthfully, I wasn't as angry as them as I needed to forgive myself. Like I needed to forgive myself first because I felt like I had failed on all levels as a mom, as a person, as a human, God, business, everything. I felt like I had failed everywhere. And because of that, I projected that out on everyone else around me. So I actually had to forgive myself first. And it was a process. It was a messy process, right? None of this healing stuff is easy, but it is imperative. If you you actually do want to create change for your future, it requires healing, healing your past, a hundred percent healing your past and forgiving yourself for any of those past steps. But I really want to dive into this topic in more detail because it can really be a trigger. Okay, it can really, really be a trigger. And I'm going to go through it as best as I can. So there's tons of definitions on forgiveness, and I'm going to just share some of the ones that speak to me. I encourage you to dive in and do more work on your own if this is something that speaks to you. So um Ileana, I don't know if I've said that right. I Ileana Van Zant is somebody who has written a book on forgiveness, and her quote is something that I have referenced here coming up that 
has really impacted my learning curve. And I just love how the universe works because I knew that there was this quote by her that I I read so many years ago that I wanted to look for it. And I spent probably half an hour searching, looking for this quote online because I really wanted to include it. And then I was frustrated. I'm like, step away. And I went back to my phone and I opened up my phone and it was Facebook memories. And in those Facebook memories was the quote from four years ago by Ileana Van Zandt. And I went, okay, interesting. It was right there. So I just want to share that. But here's a couple things from her. Forgiveness is not forgetting. It is simply denying your pain the right to control your life. So forgiveness is not forgetting. It is simply denying the pain the right to control your life. So ask yourself, the pain that you're holding on to, how much is it controlling your life? How much is it blocking you from your relationships, your friendships, from love, from support, from um, connection, collaboration? How much is it blocking you? You know the answer. And if you say, I don't know, ask yourself, you do know, because you know how much, like if you've really felt yourself being, you've been hurt in your lifetime, you might have some really good barriers and walls up to block you to air quote, keep you safe, but it really just keeps you small and protected, which means you also are not having that same connection and that you could possibly have with other people in your life. Okay. So first off, let's talk a little bit about wounds versus scars. I have referenced Glennon Doyle many times on this topic, and it really fits perfectly right here. We all have wounds and we have scars. And I want you to think about what are some of the scars that you have that you are holding on to. And maybe these are scars that you've had right back from when you were a kid. And if you're honest, is it actually a scar or is there a wound underneath? And a wound, you we can have scab. We all know that we have things that scab over, but there's still a wound underneath because it's not healed. I need to dig into the things that are not healed because I cannot tell you how much of an impact it will make on your life to address those things first. How are they affecting you? Ask yourself. When it comes to sharing your story, it is much easier to share from a wound than from a scar. And it is a thousand times easier to share from a healed, a healed wound than it is from a or yes, a scar that is healed over than an open wound. And I've done this many times in my life. When I went through back surgery in 2020, I didn't tell anybody until it was done, like other than the immediate people in my life, because I knew that that was a wound. And I knew that I was going through a lot mentally at that time. And I didn't have the bandwidth to hold anyone else's energy. And I can't tell you, that was my intuition that said that. And as I sat there in the hospital, there were two episodes where I almost didn't make it. And I'm so glad that I did not have myself open and sharing from that space. I didn't share for another month. And there's still so many parts of that, that I never even shared. And that's okay. You don't have to. So understand the difference between wounds and scars and what are you holding on to? So I want you to acknowledge it because I want you to look at what are like, what is one one wound that I know I need to heal. What is one wound in my life that I know I need to heal and own it, acknowledge it to change it and not place blame on someone else. So if you say I own it and I acknowledge it, but damn, that was my parents' fault that that happened. Like they put me in a terrible position. If that's where you go immediately, you're still in blame. And when you're in blame, 
you cannot be in a space of ownership because blame is pointing the fingers, waiting for someone else to change. There is zero ownership in that space. So even if it means that you're subtly saying to the universe, nothing in my life will change until they make the changes that they need to make. That's not how it works. So I want you to acknowledge that space of where am I sitting in blame versus ownership? Huge difference. Next, here's the quote, and I want this to land because this is the quote that I referenced earlier, and it's so powerful. Until you heal the wounds of your past, you're going to bleed. You can bandage that bleeding with alcohol, drugs, food, and unhealthy items, but eventually it will all ooze through and stain your life. It'll stain your relationships. It'll stain every single aspect of your life. You must find the strength to open the wounds up, stick your hands inside, pull out the core of the pain that is holding you in the past, the memories, and make peace with them. Make peace with them. That is Ileana Van Zant, and I so apologize if I'm saying her name wrong, but make peace with them. I'm going to come back to this in a little bit, but I want to say, like, I have interviewed some people who have walked through unreal, unbelievable stories where you sit there and go like, how, how do they do that? How did they do that? How did they come through that? And if you talk to them about forgiveness, one of the things that comes up is that they've learned how to forgive in a sense of their younger self, how they behaved in the situation, how, what might've happened to them. And I'm talking about stories of people who've been assaulted, who have like incest. I've had like just unbelievable stories, but they look at it and it means that they forgive because they choose not to give that person any more power. They choose not to be held in that exact space and time. They choose to let go because it is hurting them more to be in that space than it is to move forward in their life. They are feeding that pain and letting it control them. So that's the space that I want you to think about is where is there one story, one situation, one circumstance in your life where you can go, yeah, you know what? I actually need to start here. And I want you to pick something that is simple and straightforward. Okay. Simple and straightforward. Don't go for like your biggest pain that you've had in your life because that's going to be exhausting. Seriously. All right. So that we're going to decide on one thing next, start somewhere super small, right? So picking this one thing that you're going to do, that's really small. I want you to acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge the situation, recognize it, consider the hurt, the pain, and look at how it has affected you in your life. Has it kept you in such a guarded space that you're really not even open up for relationships, for experiences? Is that what it's done? Be honest, right? Be honest of how much it's held you back. Next, accept what you cannot change and observe for your own reactions, your own behavior with no judgment. Okay. Recognize your own behavior, how you react to the situation with no judgment. Because the second you add judgment or shame to that, you kept yourself stuck in that pain. You are feeding the pain. You are feeding the wound. Acknowledge it. See it. Don't judge it. No shame. Decide if you agree to forgive this person and if you are ready to move away from being a victim in this situation. Recognize what this behavior, what these thoughts have done to you and how they've kept you stuck. I think this is actually one of the key turning points when it comes to like we, I help authors in sharing their stories. I help them to map it all out. 
there is something that's becoming so crystal clear to me when somebody asked me, what is the number one thing that people have to be able to do first to be in a place to write or share their story? You can't be a victim. You can't, I, you just can't because a victim mentality is not one with movement. It's not one that is ready to move forward at, and do whatever is required. Victim mentality is still in that finger pointing space of blame, anger, resentment, low, low, low vibrational emotions, and no change. So if you're in the victim mentality, I encourage you to really reach out for support, find the trauma-informed people who can support you, the counselors, the um, crisis workers, because this is the unpacking that is required. You have to decide that you deserve to be free of this story, of this pain, of these emotions. And that is more important than proving that someone else was wrong. It's more important than proving that someone else is wrong. I just want that to land. So I want you to acknowledge the emotions about the harm of what it's done to you and how this has affected your behavior and work to release them. There's a lot of different ways that you can release them. And, but first I want you to really look at it and go, what did I learn from this experience? How did this make me who I am today? We all have these experiences, right? Where you can look at, say, for example, your parents, you might look at it and go like, why did they do this? Why did they parent me this way? Why? Whatever they say, I'm just thinking of an easier example. I also want you to look back and go, would you be the person that you are today? If you had not come through that, this is that true space of ownership. Would you be the person that you had today? Would I be the person I am today if we had not dealt with teen substance abuse and my kid and our kids? No, actually, I wouldn't be. I, I actually 100% wouldn't be. I know I wouldn't because I thought what I was doing was working. I thought controlling and micromanaging everyone was working. I thought that's what my role was. I thought that's what my job was. So because those those steps stopped working, which like just they stopped working long before that, let's be real. But I had to come through that to recognize that this is not the way I can live my life. This is not working. So to recognize all that and know that that has helped to shape me into who I am today. And I'll tell you something. I am such a happier, calmer person with such a different outlook now from what I have come through that I, of course, I wish I could have learned those lessons in a different way, but that was the journey. That was the journey. And I'm grateful for the experience. I'm grateful for what I've learned. I wish I could have learned it in an easier way, but that was not my path. I chose it for some reason. I chose to learn this way, learning to let go of that incredibly powerful. This is where once you can acknowledge it and recognize what that has done to you or what you've allowed that to do you, or if you're ready to reframe this, what this looks like, you can work on healing that and literally learning to let it go. Subliminals, NLP tools, subconscious reprogramming, hypnosis, tapping, it requires healing and mantras to disrupt the pattern that isn't serving you and is allowing you to hold on to this energy. So disrupt the pattern. So years ago, long before this podcast ever came out, I was in a space that I would mentally had this mantra that I would say when things would happen here, I was like, nope, that's not my choice. This is my choice. I will own this choice because it's my choice. That is not my choice. And just literally back and forth. Wait, I could feel the anxiety, the frustration come up. And it's like, wait, no, that's not my choice. That one's not my own. And that's how I had to mentally do it. And I'm not going to 
I'm not going to BS you here. It took so much time and work to get to this space, okay? To get to this space of recognizing what is mine to hold and what is not mine to hold because every single thing is energy, right? Every single thing is energy. So if you're going to hold onto all of the emotions of the past, you're going to sit in this space of your energy is anchored way back behind you, which means now you might have an incredible opportunity ahead of you. You got nothing left. Your tank is empty and your brain is like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. You have to decide to let go of things that are not yours to hold on to. That will help you repair certain situations, circumstances, and not let it hold you back. I also want to encourage you to give yourself some grace, compassion, and respect that every single relationship in your life, I say this with love, is a reflection of your relationship with yourself. You go first. You go first. Repair, learn, forgive, and continue. Rinse and repeat as much as necessary. So if you want to have a better relationship with people in your life, I encourage you to first really recognize where are you holding on to something that is not serving you? Where can you forgive yourself in order to move forward and create change? That grace and compassion piece, so big. It's so, so, so big. This is a big topic. It's a really big topic. And I know I jammed a lot in here in this time, but I want to just break it down. Look at the wounds and the scars that you're holding on to. Ask yourself, what are they doing to you? How are they affecting you in your life? What are they blocking you from? You cannot change anything if you don't acknowledge and own it first. No blame on someone else. is nothing to do with blame. Nothing. It's the complete opposite, including yourself. Let go of what is not yours to hold on to. And as you recognize those wounds and scars, What we really want to do is dig into those wounds that are there and pull out the core of the pain that's holding you in the past. Start small, acknowledge it, consider the hurt, the pain, how it's affected you in your life, accept what you cannot change, observe your own reactions to behavior, no judgment, no shame. Decide if you agree to forgive this person, whatever the situation is, and no longer be a victim so that you can move forward. So serenity prayer, we need to think about it is control what you can control and let go of everything else. It's not yours to control. Okay. It's not yours to control. And as you acknowledge those emotions, how they are affecting your behavior, learn to work and release them subconscious reprogramming to support your subconscious mind, give yourself grace and compassion because you deserve it. Okay. You go first repair, learn, forgive, continue, rinse, repeat. I read the book by Catherine Schwarzenegger and it is on like the power of forgiveness. And there's, I think there's like 12 different stories in there on forgiveness. One of those stories was Sarah Klein that I actually interviewed um, on our other podcast. And Sarah Klein is one of the first victims of Larry Nassar. Incredibly powerful episode. I brought that episode over to own your choices on your life and shared it here because it was so good. When she talks about forgiveness, she said that she forgave Larry Nasser to give that young girl, her younger self, that inner child, the release from the anger, the shame, the frustration, because it was only hurting her. You can forgive someone else, but that doesn't mean that they're back in your life automatically. That doesn't mean that you don't have boundaries. It doesn't mean that you might never have another conversation with them. I have people like that in my life that I have had in the height of our times 
that I literally had a conversation with them that was like, you know what? We need to part ways. It's okay. There's no hard feelings, but we have to part ways because this isn't working. This is not working for me. And I have to guard my energy. I've never spoken to them since then. Not once, not once. And I could be very angry about that, but I just don't have time for that. Like I don't have time for it. And I don't want to do that. That's not how I choose to live. So ask yourself what you mean by this definition of forgiveness and paint the picture of what would it look like to move through this process. And I'm telling you, as you do, you can literally change your entire story and change your own life. And it is incredibly powerful. So I want you to lean into that. And I want you to ask yourself, imagine what would it look like if I could forgive? How would this feel? Because all of those emotions that are not yours to carry are like in your hands, in a backpack, you're carrying them, you're being weighted down and it's heavy. And I'm inviting you to look at that backpack that you're carrying and recognize what isn't yours. You might find if you've not been able to go through the process of forgiveness, you might find that that backpack is full of tons and tons of bricks that are never yours were never yours to carry, but you were carrying them. And when you recognize that you set it down, it's like, oh my gosh, I feel lighter. I feel like easier. I feel more confident. I feel like I'm not being dragged down because you're not carrying the things that aren't yours to carry. So as you go through this process, you might be able to find that there are certain circumstances and people that you needed to forgive and keep open that the person that you need to forgive might just be you. It literally just might be you when it comes down to it. One of the mantras that I also use is like today on this day, it's like 1 30 PM in the afternoon. If I make a decision in my business, I am making it with all of the information, business or personal life. I am making it with all the information I have right now, like right today, right now. And I can make that decision and say, okay, made the decision to the best that I could at two o'clock this afternoon. I might get some information that it's going to make me very deeply regret the decision I just made at 1.30 because I didn't have that information then. And one of the things I'll say to myself as a mantra is, okay, I didn't have that information when I made the decision. So therefore, did I make the best decision that I could at that time with the information that I had? If the answer is yes, it's like, great, move on and move on because I'm going to learn, readjust, make another decision. And this is a really powerful exercise. So somebody else had asked me recently, will you make it sound like it's so easy to do? And how do you not resent when people say they're going to do something and then they don't? That's a lack of integrity on their part. And doesn't that make you mad? And I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I, I mean, maybe it might frustrate me for a bit, but the way I look at it is I don't know their whole story. I have no idea what's going on in their life. I am making decisions for what is best for me, which is going to allow me to make decisions what is best for my business. So don't get all wrapped up in the stories of why are they doing this? Why are they behaving this way? Why are you not mad? Why can't because, oh my God, I'm exhausted even saying that. Do you see how much energy we're putting into things we cannot control? We're putting so much energy into things that aren't even ours to carry. And then we're frustrated because we have nothing left in our tank in order to move forward and create change. So I really want you to do a deep dive on this. And I know it's messy work, but I'm telling you this healing work is messy, but it's so freaking powerful when you do it. It really, really is. And these are the steps of that I am taking you through on not just owning your story. Cause I say that all the time. This is like, how do I heal all these parts of myself in order to own my story? What does that look like? 
And this has been a really powerful episode of forgiveness. And I thank you for being here. It's a much longer one than I normally have, but it really had so many points that I could share. And I'm here to support you during this process. If you want to learn more on these steps on healing and owning your story, there is a very different program coming out in April. And we are doing all of these steps and in deep dive. So we're going to do them in deep dive to really help support you in this process, because I'm telling you, you could be one or two decisions away from completely different life, completely different energy, completely different outcome, because you've decided to stop carrying things that are not yours to carry. And that's my wish for you. Honestly, that's my wish for you. Thank you so much for being here for your support. I would love to know if you, if this lands for you, please share, tag me on social media and let me know like what your takeaway is, because it's a really powerful exercise and concept. And I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.